It's the mystical millionaire, Machelzadez. That's who we are talking about tonight. We are in our Genesis series of the millionaires from the book of Genesis. And tonight, you guys, we're talking about the mystical millionaire, Machelzadez. I'm like really enjoying doing the research in the background on these people from the book of Genesis, from the Bible, and it's, it's, it's amazing. So I want you to tune in. If you have a desire to build a business and you want to do that with biblical principles, you have found yourself at the right place. My name is Kathy McReynolds. I am the founder of Bible Business Academy, where we help you start your course or your consultant business or would get a business started online using biblical principles. And what a better way than to uh, put God in the mix of everything you do. So as you come on, say hello so that we can say hello back to you. Let us know where you are tuning in from. And guys, I grabbed my phone here. So you know what that means. We're going to go ahead and share. Let me know if you're catching this during the live or, the, or the replay. Let me know. Uh, if you're catching it during the live or replay and so far in this series, which one of the millionaires have you watched? Uh, what do you want to know more about? Make sure you drop that into the comment and let us know so that we can deliver to you what you would like the most. So I'm going to, okay, I got that shared out to the group and let me share it out to one of the pages here. And we're going to go ahead and get everything started. I'm excited. Say hello in the comments so that we can say hello back to you. And uh, let us know, wait a minute, put that to, you know, you know, you know, you know, don't you just love. Okay. So we got the pages and we're going to go to Bible Business Academy. Okay, we got all of that shared out, so we're excited to go ahead and get this started. Today, y'all, we're going to talk about the mystical millionaire, Machazadets. So if you are familiar with this mystical millionaire in the book of Genesis, let me know in the comments. If this is new to you, let me know that as well. I'm going to go ahead and head over to the PowerPoint, and we're going to get everything started. Again, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Kathy McReynolds, and tonight we're talking about the mystical millionaire, Michelle Zadaz, and we're doing a series on the millionaires in the book of Genesis. Today we're coming to you from Genesis 14 and 18, and it says this. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine, and he was the priest of God Most High. There's so much mystery on him that I, I'm looking forward to um, sharing with you guys what you're going to discover today. Um, Melchizedek is one of the most intriguing characters in the Bible, and although he is only briefly mentioned in three books of the Bible, there are things that we can learn from him as we build our business and study on the millionaires in the book of Genesis. So when we look at this mysterious figure, we're going to uncover how your prosperity can become an automatic process and your success in automatic process and how to overcome severe financial problems and not have them anymore. And then I also want you to meet the mystical millionaire in you because we all have one inside of us and how to 
activate that mystical millionaire and how they activated great wealth using this method and how you can do the same as well. And then why you are a master of substance and of vast wealth. And we're going to talk about how you can prosper, how we all can prosper and so much more. So make sure you grab a pen and paper and your favorite beverage and get ready to take some notes. But I definitely want you to stick around to the end, y'all, because we got some exclusive access to some proven systems that we're going to share with you where you can launch your six-figure online business and also grab some free resources and guess what? We want to send them right to your front door. And our goal is to help you grow in your faith, grow in your finances. You know why? Because number one, you're honoring God. And then it allows you to have so much more fun, so much more freedom and fulfillment. And we, you know, Book of Ecclesiastics always talk about enjoying yourself while you're here on earth. This is your first time tuning in and you're like, who is this girl? And then why should I listen to her? Um, I am from Akron, Ohio. I always say I grew up shy, sheltered in church, basically six days a week. My mom was a minister, dad, a football coach, left home at the age of 19. I've been gone for a while, but I live in the D.C., Baltimore, Boston, and Pittsburgh area. Anybody from any of those areas out there, let me know where you're from. Even if you're not, drop it in the comments where you are tuning in from. I am an author, an international coach and trainer. I always say that introvert who just loves to win and help people. Not perfect by any means, y'all, but I am an action taker, auntie to many, licensed financial advisors. I've made money in business and lost money. Uh, and it's all just been exciting, a learning curve, uh, some trials and tribulations, but it doesn't matter. You just keep going and make it happen. So y'all can pick up a copy of our book on Amazon, or you can go to Bible. I'm grabbing a copy of it here. You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com backslash four slash book, and we will give you a free copy of that, or you can pick it up on Amazon. And you can also grab a copy of our Believe and Grow Rich devotional journal and, and, um, and planner. It's just amazing. You're going to love both of these. So make sure you go pick those up. You can go to believeandgrowrich.org, get 25% off if you come through us, or you can pick up any of those on Amazon. And before we dive into our show today, y'all, I want to send you an invitation to join us either in our membership program where we pull together. And as a team, we help you to uh, grow in your faith and finances, or you can join one of our academies. But to get some information on that, just go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. So tonight, tonight we're talking about the mystical millionaire, Michelzadez, and we're doing a series in the millionaires in the book of Genesis in the first part of 2022. So I'm not sure when you're catching this. It could be 10 years from now, but let me be rest assured that you're going to learn some great stuff that you can apply to your business and to your life. So who is Michelle Zadez? And 
in the Bible, where did it come from? I mean, like when you start doing the research, there's so, you know, there's so many different avenues that you can look at so many different opinions that people have. And that's what I love about the word. God will always reveal to you what he needs to reveal to you. So as you go through these series and you maybe some of it makes sense, maybe some of it doesn't, don't worry. When you are at that moment where God wants you to know and to reveal, he said, if you ask for wisdom, he will give that to you and he'll make it happen. So that is my prayer for you guys today. Whoever he is putting right here today, you are exactly where he wanted you to be. So I pray that he uses me to to help you to build that business and to become who he created you to be, or he uses whoever he needs to use to make that happen. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's take a look at uh, Melchizedek in the Bible. He is only, he's only in three books of the Bible. There's only three books that mention him. And the interesting part about that, and and we're not going to go into a lot of the, the back details, but it's like every time he's mentioned according to the theologians, it's it's like a thousand year difference. Like he's mentioned in Genesis for a short period. And then a thousand year later, you'll hear more from him. And then another thousand years later in the Hebrew. So the New Testament says more about Melchizedek than the Old Testament. So a lot of people say, well, that was in the Old Testament. No, the New Testament speaks more about him. He is a contemporary of Abraham. He has no recorded family. Why is that important? because that's the big deal. The genealogy in the Bible is something that's very, very big back then, but he has absolutely no recorded history. He was a priest of God, the most high. He gives blessing, or at least one that we saw, and he was the king of Salem. And Melchizedek's name means king of righteousness. So these are the things that we can we can learn from him. And the order Melchizedek is royal and everlasting. So he played an important role. And there was a reason why God put him in every thousand years. You know, some I'm not going to even go into the rumors of what they say, because to me, the best thing is always just to read the word and God will reveal to us what we need to know. Melchizedek was greater than Abraham and Aaron, according to the word. So when you look at the New Testament and what it says about Melchizedek over the Old Testament, it's very enlightening. It says, Melchizedek is the first mention in the Old Testament in just a few verses in Genesis, but the author of the Hebrew unpacks his significance in great details. And just to give you some perspective on that, his name is mentioned 10 times in the Bible, once in Genesis 14 and 8, once in Psalms uh, 110 and 4, and the rest are in the book of Hebrew. Or to put it another way, the writers of Genesis and Psalm 110 gives us four verses about Melchizedek, and the author of Hebrew spends about seven chapters discussing his priesthood. So if they took the time, if God took the time and wanted us to know all of that, this is he's an important figure that you can learn from. And so we're going to share his prosperity secrets, his success secrets, because according to ancient legend, Melchizedek conducted a wisdom school in Babylon. So that would be kind of be like Bible Business Academy online, not on the same level, of course. But it is said that he was the one that that really taught 
a, a lot of people back during that time and when and they said that Abraham actually attended that attended his school. So like, wow, shouldn't we pay attention? Shouldn't we? We can learn something. And during his first period of life, when Abraham lived in Babylon, and we can learn certain prosperity and success principles that are indispensable and still relevant today. It is permanent and is during. And see, this is why whenever you're using the Bible, to, to grow your business, to grow your life. It never gets old and never goes out of style. You can always use it. So these systems and these principles that we're going to share with you, they are just as relevant today as they were back then. So how can prosperity become an automatic process? See, there are many success courses in health, self-help books available. You can pick those up any day, any place. And depending on who the author is, you're going to get different opinions on how things should work or the things that you should do. See, a lot will teach you to open your mind to increase abundance. A lot will teach you to over, you know, to, to, you know, to, to go for it, to put in a work, to grind it out. You hear a lot of that. And however, though, this is the however, and this is where the Bible comes in and does things different. Most don't come close to teaching the principles practiced by the millionaire of Genesis or in, in the Bible. So if that makes sense to you and you can, you can relate to it, drop it in the comments and let me know. And also remember guys, if you have comments, whether you're catching it during the live or replay, make sure you go ahead and drop those down. I can't see them now while I'm giving the presentation, but I will go back at the end and also during the replay to answer anything. So I, cause I would love to, to hear your take on this. So what you get from the secular world, whenever you're looking at building courses or you're getting training, see most of the success courses and books available today explain how you can create a success mentality first through deciding what you want and then going after it through the goal settings and methods, you know, and we've, I listen, I've even taught this, you know, write it down, picturing it and affirming it. Now these success techniques, they're good, right? They work. You can write it down, picture it, you can make things happen. I had someone ask me and they were like, well, if you don't do it the Bible way, can you still have success. Of course, you know, God gives you free will. And, you know, there's certain laws of the world of the land that if you do, you can reap the rewards, but it's a different kind of reaping. And that's what we're going to talk about. But unless you understand these three principles, you can have success and it could go away. I often tell the story of in 2008, after being an entrepreneur for 13 years, I lost everything like my home, my Mercedes, my business. And when the market crashed as a financial advisor, everything was gone. And had I had implemented some of these principles and understood them as I do today, that would have never happened. Why? Because I would have been a good steward doing the things that we're supposed to do with our money. And that's how you learn. You can either learn by watching uh, tapes like this. And when we put information out or get in the word, get in the word, because it never changes. And as long as you stick to those principles a thousand years from now, they're still going to be relevant. So let's talk about the three principles that you definitely want to implement. Number one, 
You want to understand that success is your spiritual heritage. It is your right. And that that and then cleanse your mind of guilt about wanting to be successful. See, a lot of people feel like, oh my God, like if I want to be successful or I want to have, you know, the best of the best, then it's not right. But no, it is, especially when you start studying what God promised us. I mean, like, think of you if you if your child wanted to have success and have the best of things, wouldn't you want to provide that? It is your right. It's, an, it's your inheritance. It was promised to you that this is what your life should look like. And I mean, think about it. Some people are like, well, you know what? Money is not everything. No, it's not. And then it's not even about the money. It's about believing and understanding that your father, God loves you so much that he wants the best for you, just like you would want the best for your children. And because of that, like, I mean, think of like, you, you can go to where, you know, when, when the word says, you know, the, the, the streets of gold. So when you get in heaven, you're going to be like, ah, oh, you could send me back. I, I don't want to be here because the streets are gold and this is just too much for me. No, you wouldn't. So learn to know and accept and accept your, your, your royalness, accept your, your lot in life, accept the fact that you're meant and you deserve to have the best of life. So that is number one understand that success is a spirit your your success your 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 um your prosperity all of that is your spiritual heritage it is your birthright it is your birthright and who you were born to be number two y'all learn how to get out of the old country by forgiving okay we call the old country that old thinking that stinking thinking that old mindset that old neighborhood how you grew up what they implanted in you how who and how how they told you you were supposed to be, whether you're male, female, black, white, young, old, got a PhD or, or the PhD, which we call the public high school diploma. It doesn't matter. You got to learn to release any circumstances that you have, any situations, like you can't live in victim land and also be, have victory. And you got to understand that you got to give up that limiting belief that you are not worthy. You are worthy. You were born worthy before you even, he said, before I knew you, when you were even in, before you were even in your mother's womb, like God wants greatness for us. That like, I just got chills just saying that because you have to understand how much much he truly, truly loves you and how much he wants the best for you. So all of this comes with renewing your mind, you know, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind and any circumstances that you may have faced or that you may have outgrown or that you have grown up with, it doesn't matter. You still are a queen, a king. You still are meant to have the best. You still deserve to have the best. And we want you to know that. Number three is give your success a spiritual basis. Like don't just make it about success, make it about a spiritual basis, make it about faith, uh, your faith in God and his word and believing what he said, because he said it, you know, it's true. Or, or when um, Melchizedek did tithe and, and his prosperity became permanent, you got to realize that success is not about like, because you're better than someone else or because, 
you, you know, you were at the right place at the right time. No, it's because it is your birthright. You were born. You had a God who loved you. And his design from day one was to give us the best of the best. And, you know, streets of gold, you know, in, in, in many mansions, like a mansion is not small, right? It is something that is big. It is not something that's small. So I want you to think of the words that are in the word and ask yourself, why not me? Right. Like, and then say, thank you, God. And say, you know, I'm excited that you love me enough that you wanted me to have the best. So guys start with those three principles so that success, if it has not already, well, you can go get it. It doesn't have to, it's not going to go away. You don't have to go and like, work really hard to get it. You just have to do certain things to accept it into your life and say, yes, this is meant for me. So let me know that one, two, or three resonate with you or all three of them. Put that in the comments and let us know. So why is it important for you to learn biblical principles, including the advanced laws of success taught by the mystical millionaire, Michelzadez? Or why is that important to see? Because you can follow the world and you can do what they say, or you can follow the word and you can do what God says. And I would bet on God all the time, 100%. See, Michelle's principle were practiced by the millionaire Abraham. We already know that he was a wealth and he practiced these. So if he did, why shouldn't we? Success is an automatic process under these principles. You don't have to work for it. You just have to receive it. I always kind of say it's like, you know, if you're pregnant and you have a baby inside of you and you already know that nine months, that baby is going to come out, it's going to be delivered and, and you don't have to do anything to go put the baby in there or to, to make the baby come. You just got to like, you know, eat right, be healthy. And even if you don't on those things, it still shows up. So it's part of the process, but you, you want to do these things to just help your process come to you with ease. Success is automatic under these principles. There will not, there's nothing like hit or miss, or, you know, you come from the right lineage or your name, your, your last name, or you got all of this money, or you went to this school, you know, people just, you just got to tap into your birthright. You will enjoy demonstrating permanent enduring success when you learn to do that. You will not, that's not experience the strain, the frustration of the still working at that competitive hard work, take all, give nothing level. See, that's what brings stress. If you're trying to build your business and you're always stressed out, or you're always trying to figure out what's going to happen, where your next customers come from, or where your next ideal and all of that, you are overthinking this thing. You're putting too much mind power into it instead of releasing it and letting go and letting God lead you to where he already had made a decision to take you. That's the whole key thing. So you want to make this part of your life so that you can over overcome severe financial problems. It becomes like, 
you wake up in the morning, right? When you wake up in the morning, hopefully you'll go brush your teeth, right? <laughs> and then you'll, you know, take a bath or wash up or whatever you do. Like those are just certain basics of life, right? And so there are certain basics of financial principles that you can go by. Number one, seek God first. He said, if you seek him first, he will give you the desires of your heart. The other one is tithe, like give a tenth. And we're going to talk about that, you know, a little later on, because some people don't think that that's still something that they need to do. And, and I understand, and there's probably a reason why, but we're going to show you why that principle always works. And giving, like give, like how many scriptures are in the Bible about giving? When you give, it will be given back to you and you can't outgive God. Just remember that you can't outgive God. And so in like some of the ways that you can do that on here, you can come, you can get free information, you can give free reports, you can help people answer their questions. You could be there for them. So it doesn't always have to be a money given. You can give up your time. You can give up your knowledge. You can give up your experience. You can give of your, your uh, results. Like there's so many ways that you can help and that you can give, but just keep God first. It's just like when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you want to do is just honor him. And then you take care of yourself. So just think of these principles of doing the exact same thing. See, we've been taught like this is this is how the world teaches us. They have we have level of consciousness, right? So your first consciousness that you have is is called consciousness and organism or individual awareness, right? Of possibility of knowing what is happening inside them or outside of them. So we rely on our consciousness, like, oh, okay, I know that. We operate like if I don't know this or understand this, most people think they can't do this, right? That means that you are you are operating from the flesh. You're operating from your flesh, or you can look at your subconsciousness and your subconscious is your consciousness just below the level of awareness. It contains thoughts and its ideas just out of your awareness, things that you didn't know. It's like one of those aha moments. You're like, oh, I didn't know that. Or you got an idea that pops into your head that you're like, whoa, where did that come from? That's your subconscious, but your unconscious level, that's the deeper level of awareness. It's the unconscious and it contains thoughts and desires uh, about which we have no truth or no direct knowledge. And I say that that's where the Holy Spirit starts speaking to you and sharing with you the things that you need to do in order to help you grow. And this is where you can meet the mystical millionaire within you if you learn to meditate and listen and, 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 and know that voice that God says, you know, my sheep know my voice and you'll start to know and you'll start to understand. And then you'll start to like that idea, right? It's just that idea that he gave you that was for you and specifically for you that you want to carry out and you want to go make it happen. Then you just got to go through the birthing process. Does that make sense, y'all? Let me know in the comments if that's making sense. And see, a lot of times you'll have people will say, 
go, you know, have affirmations, say affirmations, say the things that you want to happen. You know, that's part of the way the world does it. Does it work? Yeah, it works. But this is what the word says. And this is how we can do it. You know, God's way, instead of trying to create a way of doing it, you want to transform your mind with scripture. And I just take a screenshot of this and I'm going to, I call them uh, uh, faith formations. Faith formations are just scriptures using God's word, what he said, and using that to bring in what he said he wanted to give you in life. So for example, in Romans 12 too, it says, do not be conformed to this world. Okay, so if you're not going to be conformed to this world when it comes to building your business, you want to position yourself, whether it's with myself or someone else who will teach and train you the way the word says to go. And so that you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and what is acceptable and what is perfect. So imagine saying that every single day. Imagine said, I am not conformed. And then you can take and you can put your name in there. And it says, you know, Kathy, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing, Kathy, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So these are, that's your affirmation, your faith formation, your scripture formation. That's what you can say. And you're just repeating God's word back to him. The, the way to get what God said, you can get is just remind him, just like your kids will sometimes remind you of the promises that you made to them. Just remind God of what he said. And he, you know, it's not like he ever forgot, but it's just like that child who just keeps saying over and over and over again, what they want and what they want to do. You're like, okay, okay. I hear you. I'm going to get it to you. Colossians 3, 2 is set your mind on things that are above and not on things that are on this earth. So that's another one that, you know, God, I'm setting my mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. And see, while you're doing that, you can still be in the process of creating your business and building the life that he put you here and to carry out your assignment. And see, to most people, it may look like, oh, it's about the money. It's about this. But you know, it has absolutely nothing to do with it. What it's about is carrying out and being obedient and doing and following that idea and doing what he needed you to do and how he needed you to do it. Joshua 1, 8, it says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it on it day and night. So you can say, I will, this book, the Bible will not depart from my mouth. I will meditate it on day and night so that I may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then, listen, okay, it's right here. Then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So what is the formula for having great success? Meditating on God's word day and night keeping it on your lips, talking about it all the time. So instead of saying affirmations, made up man words, just take what the word says, get the scriptures that are related to what you're accomplishing and wanting to accomplish in your business and your life and say them over and over again, because right there in Joshua 8, he said, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. He said, if you do this, then, then this will happen. 
heaven. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 2.16, uh, it says, for who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we can't instruct him, but it also says, but we have the mind of Christ. So you get that? We have the mind of Christ. He wants, now listen, for your salvation, there's no works. There's nothing that you need to do. I, I want you to know, like, these are two separate things that we're talking about. We're talking about the being prosper and the good success. That's what we're speaking of here for your salvation. That is his grace. He, he said, you know, no man has to do works on that. So nobody will boast about it. But right here, this is what the word is telling you to transform your mind, transform your thinking. So that's a way that you can use biblical principles to build your to build your business. And those are some of the things that we talk about in the Bible, in the book, Bible Business Secrets. So make sure you go get your copy of that so that you can dive deep in this or you can just jump into one of our academies and we will we help you with all of this. So I want you to meet the mystical millionaire within you. Okay, Melchizedek was a wealthy king of Salem and a high priest. He symbolized, see, he symbolized that mystical millionaire that resides in everyone, including you. It, it was like they call these the secret words and the words that bring you power. Uh, I was watching um, someone on my timeline and uh, Instagram. He had his little daughter that was saying, I could do everything. I could do everything. And I just loved it because her energy, the more she said it and her dad was behind her telling her to say, you could do anything. You could do anything. She, she was probably like, I don't know, five or six years old, but she was gleaming. She was excited. So like, what if you took on that childlike enthusiasm and that excitement and you know that what God said that um, Jehovah I am or the Christ mind, I have this in me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And you get excited like that little girl got excited and she had her father standing behind her and your father is standing right there with you saying to you the same thing. You can do it. You, everything that you wanted, everything that you desire, you can make that happen. So just like, I want you to picture that. I want you to picture, you know, whether if you got grandkids or you got little kids and you're just telling them to say a cheer and they're excited and they have a hundred percent faith because daddy just said it could happen. Your heavenly father is telling you the same thing that it can happen to you. You just got to believe it like that little kid believed it. It was amazing. I, I, I should have put a little picture of that in here, a little video of that. So when you're meeting the mystical millionaire in you, just realize that Melchizedek symbolized that third level of the mind that resides in all of us. But, but, of which only a few illuminated ones are aware. So you got to, when it says illuminated ones, that, that those are the ones who meditate on the word day or night. Those are the ones who have the faith. You know, without faith is impossible to please God. Those are the ones who know that they know that they know that everything that God said will happen for them will happen for them. You got to get to that point that 
you know that you know that you know there is zero doubt and then you stand you know you you went when you know that you stand differently you talk differently you have more energy you're excited because you know that you're going through the process you know that you might have you know setbacks or things that happen but it doesn't phase you not one bit i was having a conversation with someone and i was telling them they're like man you're just always so positive and you always looking at things like it'll work out i said because it will but let me explain to you i wasn't always this this positive in knowing that it would all work out. When I quit back in 2008 for a little over a year until I came back to my senses and, and to realize it was just a hiccup. See, when you go through stuff, it's just preparing you for that next phase of your life. And some of you, when you go through something, you be you get into that pity party or you get into that victimhood or that why me or it's always me. The moment you start blaming is lame you gotta go to the god and start praising and thanking and saying yes i know your word will come true think of that little girl who said i can do anything and that's the same thing god said through you you seek him first and he will give you all the desires of your heart you want to have zero doubt on that see this is the miracle level of the mind which when you activate it you can produce prosperous results quickly in your life it doesn't have to take all you know decades but guess what even if it does even if it does you want to stay excited long enough in order to make it happen it could take five years 10 years 20 years 40 years it could take until you are old in age it don't matter stay excited uh, um be thankful be grateful in the process and keep giving god the glory and the thanks and then once he knows that you're ready he has no choice because he can't go back on his word he's going to give give you everything that he says he will give you people in all ages have like you have that third level of your thought your mind and your process that you can tap into right you can tap into it and it's not something that anybody can teach you it's just that you start to hear the small voice of god and you know when to listen and you know it's him when he's speaking to you uh because it's coming from his word and if you if you're new at this and you're starting to you know get these thoughts just go to the word if it's confirmed in the word and it's what the word says then you know it is true it is for you but rarely have they realized that when you're in this unconsciousness, it's a mystical millionaire that has that power that's being activated that's saying okay you're ready you're ready to get your blessings you're ready to have all of these things it is no different than if you have a child who wants to drive right and let's say they're four or five years old and they're like i want to drive give me the keys to the car now you know that they yes have you promised them one or you say you're going to get them one yes but you're not going to turn the keys over to them at four or five years old you might not even turn it over to them at 16 but you know that eventually once they reach that maturity level and they get to that level you're going to gladly turn over those keys to them so be patient 
while you're waiting and keep getting better. Keep doing the things that you that you should do in order to become, and that's seeking God, getting to know him. See, psychologi- the, the psychologists, they all refer to this as a super consciousness. It, you know, we say it's the divine intelligence, divine mind, or the I am, the power that's in you. It's, it's the Holy Spirit. Is God speaking in you. Is that Christ's mind? Is that Christ's consciousness? I just showed you the scripture that says, who of us can tell, you know, Christ what to say, but we, we, uh, we have the mind of Christ. So you got to understand we have the mind of Christ and it's up to you to know when that mind is being opened up to you. And probably this is because Jesus Christ seemed to have developed perfectly this miracle level of the mind that is reflected in his ability to manifest. Like, remember when like the instant lows, the fish, the wine, the tax money, like some people get so caught up in everything. He was like, you know, yeah, do I have to pay taxes? All right, go over there and get that money out that fish mouth and go ahead and pay those taxes. Oh, we got to feed these people. Okay, go ahead and um, you know, bring that bread up here. We're gonna, we're gonna make it do what it do, right? So that's how you gotta start thinking. That's not this is all this is all stuff that's already done for you, that's already there for you. You just gotta be, you just gotta know how to tap into it and get the keys, right? Get the keys to the car, right? You got to get the keys to the kingdom. You got to understand the keys to the prosperity. These are the keys that you need to know and you have to be ready for them in order to receive them. It was also from this miracle level of the mind that he healed the multitudes and even raised some people from the dead. So all things are possible, not just some things. He didn't say some things, all things. This is why we have the the um, examples in the word that we can reference back to. This is why so many people of today can tell you, you know, I, I always share the story of when they, when they said my, my mom was going to die and I, she had cancer and the doctors were saying, saying your goodbyes. And I'm eight years old sitting in the corner. I, that was my first miracle that I saw that, you know, and it was like, oh, God is real. Like, cause I knew the situation she was in and I knew what she came through. And there's been situation after situation where, you know, we spend or there's been storms and you'd be like the blood of Jesus. And you use those power words that, you know, like I am going to do anything where you like the blood of Jesus, you know that when you use words like that, it will change your life. And see, this is how you start to activate that mystical millionaire in you. See, the ancient people had various secrets names that they used for activating what they call the super consciousness, right? They knew this third level of the mind is filled with miracle power. And they felt that if you would call on the secret word, the model or the text in the time of trial, and tribulations, what it did, it rearranged everything for you and it put things in the way that God wanted to. So the people of the Old Testament, this is what they said. They would be like, I am. I am is the word that they use. I am. We still use that as a power word or Jehovah Jireh, right? We still use that. And today the Christians will use things like Jesus Christ or the blood of Jesus. Like, that. listen, this is something that we teach. We teach the kids in our family. Like if anything happens, you... 
Holler the blood of Jesus, because with that name, there is power. Those are the things that you have to start knowing and understanding and you use in your business. You got to feed the blood of your Jesus, uh, the, the blood of Jesus over your business. You like whatever it is that you're doing, like give honor and utilize those names that, you know, the blood of Jesus and I am Jehovah Jireh, like all of that brings power into your life. It gives you that extra ounce of courage to know that you're going to be okay, that you can go out there and you can make it happen. If you, you know, when I was making my phone calls today, I was like, you know, I, I'm speaking to whoever I'm calling, whoever I'm talking to, the phone, the, the computer, like you got to speak power unto these substance, unto these things and bring them into you so that you can activate your greatness and, and get to that level that you're supposed to be. If this is making sense, let me know. This is like really, really exciting if you can grasp this. And so this is why it's so important why you are the master of substance and vast wealth. You got to understand that. See, you make contact with the mystical millionaire by the words that you say out of your mouth and that miracle level of your mind in several ways, and you can reap your prosperous results. I want you to think about, you know, the little engine. If you guys are probably dating myself, and some of you guys know that, you know, the little engine could, the little engine could, you, when you can, you can talk yourself into something. You can, you can speak and say and give yourself energy and then all of that all of that flow just comes with you it's, an, it's it's a significance that the mystical millionaire was the king of salem because salem means a place of peace a place of prosperity a place of wholeness and a place of perfection so when you're building your business when you're making things happen you got to be in a piece of a place of peace. Say that fast three times, right? You gotta have you 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 have to understand that prosperity is yours. It's like it's mine. I'm coming to get it. I got this. I'm gonna make this happen. It's wholeness. It's perfection. You 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 don't have fear. You don't have worry. You don't worry about where your next client is coming from or what are the things that you you know need to do. You just follow the process. You do those things necessary that we're told to do. It's kind of like driving that car, getting the keys to the car. You got to get them through through uh, driver's ed and go through that process. Those are some of the process that we may not recognize that God is sending us through. Salem was later called Jerusalem, which meant realm of substance. So as the ruler of Jerusalem, King Melchizedek was the master of that realm of substance, which is the basis of wealth. Like he mastered that. He was like, it, it was like like he he was the the be all of the be all right and so are you that's the beauty of it and so are you because every person okay every person has a mystical millionaire within them every person has the keys to that prosperity and, and that right as their birthright to make it happen all you got to do is meditate y'all meditate on the word day and night get your bible read it listen you can listen to videos you can listen to audios you can read you can watch you can do it all you can write all of that stuff is important for you to do 
and then become a doer. Become a doer of the word and manifest it as peace, prosperity, wholeness, and perfection in your life and business. And we said doer, not for salvation, right? We're talking about a doer to activate the mystical millionaire within you. And that's the last one, activate. You can begin to activate the mystical millionaire that resides in you by that meditation, by saying the word often and saying the scriptures that represent what you desire and reminds you that it was meant for you also. When you know that you know something is meant for you and you just like, okay, all right, I'm going to get it. You don't get upset. You don't get sad. You don't, it's like, it's coming. It's here. It's just like when the water breaks and, and a woman is about to go have her, her child, she knows it's about to come. She knows it's going to be a baby. It's not going to be an animal that's birthed out of her. It's going to be a baby. This is how sure you have to become about what God promised for you. And so you got to recognize your blessings. You got to recognize, always say who your daddy is, right? Because when Abraham returned from doing battle with Lot, his adversary, even though like what they had too much, he needed help. Even though he, you know, his nephew went against him, he still went out and helped him. That's sowing that good seed, right? He was met by King Melchizedek, who gave him bread and who also blessed him. So just know, no matter if you had to go through something, God will win the battles for you. You don't have to worry about trying to win that battle. That mystical millionaire with you, the rich. I am or your Christ mind is constantly pouring out bread and wine in the form of rich ideas and opportunities. So keep a pen. Like if you have, if you have this planner here, it'll allow you to be able to write out like scriptures and ideas and stuff on what you want to do, your connections and all of that stuff. Or you can just take a pen and a piece of paper and do it, y'all. But you got to be in tune. You got to recognize, you know, when opportunity is staring you right in the face and it's your time and it's your season. So you won't miss out on your blessing. See that mystical millionaire with you, those ideas, it's ideas. See, people look for things, it's ideas that, you know, he gives you and it's opportunities where somebody will come to you and say, hey, hey, you know, I was thinking about you. Here's a chance for you to be able to do this. Do you want to do it? And all of a sudden, because you revert back to that person that you were or the neighborhood that you come up with, you're like, why? Who? Me? I can't do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Think of that little girl. Yes, I can. You can become anything because he said that you can become that. That same rich infinite intelligence is constantly blessing you. Are you constantly recognizing it? You must recognize it just as the elegant king blessed Abraham. They're looking to bless you. They want to bless you. So you got to recognize these gifts. Get your lavish blessings. Get everything that God has for you. Don't leave anything on the table. See, you can receive the wealth of the promise, which the mystical millionaire is constantly trying to pour out upon you. Four ways that you can receive that. Y'all, if you're getting some value out of this, let me know in the comments what aha moment you have. But this is how you get these four simple ways. Number one, by realizing, 
Okay. You got to realize that it's your spiritual right. I said that before, but I'm going to say it again. Realize that is your spiritual right instead of a spiritual wrong for you to be successful. It everything about you being successful, everything about you having the things that God said you should have, everything about you having the best of the best in life, that is a spiritual right of yours. It is a blessing. Number two, by feeling elated rather than guilty about wanting to prosper. You better get excited when that ideal comes out. You like, you know, some people say, man, you always have all these ideas. It ain't me. I'm not smart enough to come up with all of these ideals. It is the God within me that's saying, hey, here's this one. Here's that one. Here's that one. And the people who take the the time to write them down, to meditate on them, and then take action. That's why you go take classes. That's why you get into these courses so you can take that idea and turn it into a reality. Man, there have been so many businesses that I had zero idea about how to do or what to do, but once they became an idea and I wrote them down, like Jesus said, who are you would say you want to build a tower, but you don't sit down and count the cost, count the cost or write it out you're not going to be able to finish it and they're going to laugh at you. You're not going to get your blessing. So there are certain things that you have to do. So if you need help with those things, don't be afraid to seek out help, whether it's with us, y'all, where we can help you or you find someone who is in alignment with you. You want to do that because you must, number three, realize that success is a necessity because it goes, it gives you the freedom from bondage to people, to places and possessions. No one has control or dominion over you. You have that control and dominion over everything. God gave us that control and dominion over everything. And when you have that freedom, let me explain this to you. When you have that freedom, when you know that you know whose child you are, when you know that you know that every promise that he ever made is for you and that you are you got it coming, you don't worry. You don't compromise. You don't do things that you know you're not supposed to do. You, you, you serve, you give, you help, and you do all the things that he told you to do. Why? Because you want to please him. You want to please God. And just because of that, and be not even because of that, because he already promised it to you. It's just on top of that, as you're going through your journey and your business, you have peace, a peace beyond understanding that you couldn't even begin to explain. And just realizing this, it gives you freedom to grow. You got to have freedom to grow. You have to have freedom to, to be able to accept success. You like most people are afraid of success. Like they get Get shy. Like I even feel that way sometimes. You, you get a little shy and like, oh, you know, is it okay for somebody to say these things about me? Or should I do like, yes, it is okay. Just give God the glory for it and stay humble and know it's about Him and just be thankful that and let Him overflow all of those blessings on you. Is this making sense? Is this a firing you up? Is it getting you excited? You better be the most excited person around. And just like, you know, as they say, you, you gotta be so excited that people are like, dang, why is she or he always smiling? What are they excited about? You're excited knowing that the, the, the Christ that you serve will do what he said he's going to do. And he's taking care of you and you can't help but to 
give him the glory on that. See, you can receive the wealth of the promise, which the mystical millionaire is constantly trying to pour out upon you. So every time you have that idea, every time you have that thought, every time somebody calls you and say, hey, consider this, don't get in that automatic mode of, oh, no, thanks. I'm just looking. Oh, no, thanks. Uh, it's not for me. It's kind of like when you walk into the store, right? Salesperson comes up to you and say, hey, can I help? And you go, oh, no, I'm just looking. Knowing you need help finding what you need to help, right? What, what you need with, but automatic. See, we're, we're not you. If you say that and you're doing those things, you have not been transformed by the renewing of your mind because your mind will automatically stop and say, huh, is this one of those ideas? Is this one of those moments? Is this uh, the time that I need to ask questions? Is this the time that I need to be open to receive? Is this the time I need to be okay with it? See, by opening your mind, and declaring and saying, you know, what God's word said about you, that if you, you know, seek him first, he will give you the desires of your heart, whatever you ask him for, he will give it to you. So you may have asked him for something and then you had doubt and belief, or you felt not worthy that it wasn't for you. And so then you wonder, well, why isn't it happening? Because you just talked yourself out of it. You just pushed it away because you didn't open your mind to receive it. So get in the habit of having that thought and keeping it in your head before you say something and then start questioning things. Is this for me? Look at it in the positive light. Like, oh, okay. So is this my blessing? Is this how God wants me to prosper? Is this what he wants me to do? Is this who he wants me to do it with? Start saying those things first versus, oh, I don't have the money. Oh, I'm broke. Or, oh, the next paycheck. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Like anytime you hear, like just me saying those things out loud, it's just like my body is like, yeah. Like, so those are just examples. I'm taking all of those back, just sharing those words with you all to let you know that these are the things that you're saying that's blocking your blessing by speaking the word of receiving. All right, God, if that's what you want from me, I got it. I'm ready. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can still see him standing behind his daughter and her with, you know, just smiling and grinning like, yes, I can do this. I can do this. I want you to start cheering. Just like you cheer for a protein. When something great happens in your life, be like, yes, that happened. Yes, I can do this. Thank you, God. Get excited about it. I want you to get excited about that business idea. And, and, and you know what? Even if you get excited with people who look at you like, are you crazy? Man, people go to games. They paint their faces with their favorite teams. They cut their hair and, and, and put their favorite players in their head. They do so many things to cheer on a team. Why not cheer on team God? Why not fight for the name on the back of your jersey by speaking the word, receiving the word, saying the word, and knowing so that you don't miss out on your blessing, y'all. You don't want to miss out on that, right? And then once you get it, would you want to multiply it? That's what we're going to talk about next, how to multiply that money. See, not only did Melchizedek give Abraham bread and wine, but he also blessed him. 
you have the same access to that rich blessing and see a blessing. You got to understand what a blessing is. It's always an invaluable gift. It is something that you can't give yourself. It's something that you can't do. God said it is he who gives you the power to get create wealth. Whatever is blessed is increased. When it's blessed by the best is increased, he's going to do it like nobody else can do it. Blessing things and ideas increase in flow. See, when you when you get one, they just start, it just start rolling. You know how like you, you, you got idea or name association, you say something, then all of a sudden you in that flow and it just starts going. It's like, you know, when you got uh, LeBron or Michael Jordan on, on, on the court and they're playing ball and they're in that flow and everything they put up just goes in it just sinks in that's blessing that's that abundance just overflowing and multiplying to you because you've just opened up yourself and you're like bring it on baby let me get it all i'm gonna take what you got coming from me god i i want you to use me up i want you to say well done my good and faithful servant let him use you you know that song use me and use me up let him use you up and get you ready for that next blessing you got to see whatever you desire as you've already received it like when you you know imagine like you playing the game and, and a ball you shoot the ball up you don't shoot like can you imagine lebron shooting the ball up and be like oh, i don't know if it'll go in or not right i don't see it going in yes it's swishing it went in before it even got released from his hand before he even showed up he played that in his head over and over and over again see this is why you got to write down your vision this is why you got to make it plain like the word says put it on a tablet make it plain so that you can run with it and anybody else who sees it can run with it you gotta you you, you gotta what i say you always say you gotta seize it before you seize it it has to be so ingrained in your mind that you know it's already done you have to see it as already done it's like when you know that you're pregnant you already see that baby you're wondering you know you you already made in your mind what the baby or the child looks like whether you're carrying it or or or, or you're you are the father of it that's declaring it that's what you got to do with your business that's what you got to do with the spiritual blessings that's what you this is like bringing that matelza desk um, mystic millionaires or millionaire inside of you seeing that and multiplying it and then god just keep speaking god's word proverbs 3 9 and 10 it says honor the lord with your wealth and with the first fruit of all your produce and your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine like try him right he says try him and see don't he just bless you abundantly matthew 21 22 says and what Ever, whatever, not like some of the things he said, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive it. If you have what? If you have faith, you just got to have faith. That little girl, she had faith and she believed what her dad said when he said that was her nightly affirmation. You can do anything. And she was like, I can do anything. That's the same thing that you have to start saying is that I can have 
anything. I can have anything. You can, in just Matthew 21, 22, just start saying it. And whatever you ask in prayer, God, you said whatever I ask in prayer. And here's what I'm asking, that I will receive it. And I know I'm going to receive it. And I have faith. And I want to thank you, you know, just for being so awesome and amazing. And your word would never come back void. Like, this is how you have to speak with excitement, with authority, with courage. First John 5, 14 and 15 said, and this is the confidence, okay? This is the confidence that she had when she was saying what her dad told her to have. This is the same confidence that you want to have when you're going to your father about what he said and the confidence that we have towards him that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And if we know, okay, if you know that you know that he hears you and whatever you ask for that you will have it, then we have the request that we have asked of him. Like soon as you ask it, it is already there. As soon as, you know, LeBron hits that ball up, he already knows it goes into the basket. Now, what if it missed? He's not going to be like, you know what? This is wrong. It sucks. It never goes in. No, it just wasn't that moment for that blessing to come through. But that moment is already there. You just got to go through the process. And you do that by continuously speaking God's word into it. Guys, if this is firing you up, this is making sense to you. Let me know in the comments. Because see, there is a formula that leads to great success. Abraham did it by giving an offering to the king of Salem. He performed the act of faith. When you give, like you think, you think of the widow who, you know, Jesus said, like, you know, he told his disciples, y'all come over here and take a look at this. See all these wealthy people, they gave out of their leftovers. This lady, she gave everything that she had. She gave it all. You want to go back and listen to our other uh, parts in this series to catch them all. But man, let me just tell you, when you just give and you know, and, and you have that faith, he's going to reward you. He know that faith moves on acts of faith that would help to keep in touch with the unlimited blessings that Melchizedek was offering him. Like this was part of why Abraham gave him the tithes because he knew that things have to keep flowing. You can't stop. That's just like if you're driving your car and all, and you want it to keep going, but you slam on the brakes, guess what? It's going to stop. And so when you stop doing these things, things that God tells you to do to, to, to create prosperity, to get his blessings, to get his overflow, that then, then it just stops, right? And you're wondering why it stopped. Not your salvation, right? You got to look in the word. The word is, 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 the, the salvation is there that's given to you, but he also gives you so much more that you can take advantage of while you're down here on this earth. Abraham's act of faith was a, to tie the 10th to all. That's Genesis 14 and 20. That was an act of faith. So when you're given, that's an act of faith. The fortune he had collected in battle, he tied to his wealthy high priest. It is in that simple act, y'all, that you find the formula. You're looking for the formula to prosperity is right there. It's right there that you're tithing to that. 
See, let's talk a little bit about the practice of tithing because people say, oh, that's under the old law. It's over and you don't have to do it. But in the New Testament, Jesus like said, go get that money at the fish. And he paid some tithes, right? Uh, the, the Abraham knew that the constant practice of tithing had made the Babylonians one of the richest nations of ancient time. Like, why don't you just try him? If you've been doing it your way for so long and it ain't working, why not just try God's way, right? Why not do what he says? See, since ancient times, it has been proven that those who tie the 10% of their income to God's work find that their prosperity increases by leaps and by bounds until all fear of poverty had disappeared. If you got any fear, any inkling, any thought of poverty or losing what you have or having something taken away from you, Go tithe, go give, go serve, go do, go help, even in the little that you have. See, the act of tithing gives you a, a your success a permanent, enduring basis. It cannot be taken from you. To practice tithing is a fascinating and mystical way to be successful. This is why we're talking about the, the mystical millionaire, right? The ancient people felt that 10 was the magic number of increase, which they invoked through this systematic tithe. They knew the word tithe meant 10th. They gave a 10th. What are you giving? What are you giving? See, even a business person's like your million dollar formula, if you're constantly giving to God's work and it will open the way for you to consistently start receiving in your own work. You got to give in his work and then it will open up for you to receive it in your work. It is a practice. It is business-like. It's orderly. It's scientific. It's practical. This is what business is about. Business is about solving problems. Business is about helping people. Business is about bringing value. So what are some of the ways that you're bringing value, that you're giving, that you're helping? You can have your PDFs. You can go live. You can do free consultation. Like you can help people. You can serve. Like there are so many ways in addition to money, as you're building it up and you're making the money that you can give, if the farmer refuses, think about this, if the re farmer refuses uh, to give back to the soil a certain percentage of the crop, which the soil had given to him, he would have no crop. You wouldn't go plant a garden and plant, plant, you know, be a farmer and plant a garden, not expecting anything to grow up. And you know that some of those seeds that are out there is, nour is nourishing the grounds out there and it's going to help it continues to grow. It's a flow y'all. It's a flow. It's a flow. Don't stop the flow. Don't stop the flow. You got to get in the flow. You got to recognize when the flow is coming. You know how they used to say on the negative side, game, recognize game. You got to recognize the flow. You got to recognize what God is given to you. Since God is the source of your supply, you must do something definite and consistent to keep in touch with that rich source. Meditate on his word day and night. Say his word over and over again. If you want to be constantly prospered, that's what his word says. And when you need it, it comes right up. The Holy Spirit, your helper, your helpmate gives you those ideas and all the things that you need, tells you what to do, directs your steps, orders your steps. Those who tithe are always certain that they will prosper because they have the confidence and faith and they know that God they have God as their partner. Like 
what better partner to have than the almighty himself in your business, in your life, in everything that you do. See, tithing is a success formula, whether you want to accept it or not, it is definitely one. And throughout the Hebrew history, they gave not the last and the least, not the worst, but they gave the first and the best. And by giving the first and the best, it made them rich. We always say when you're building your consulting business or your training business online, give people something that's so good that they're like, man, if they're giving that away for free, I can imagine what they're paid classes is like because some people are like no i'm gonna say that you know this is my best no give away your ultimate best because if you don't give away your best how are you gonna make room for better right so you got to give away your best if you hoard on to your best you're blocking your blessings so don't hoard on to it we were even talking about that i was talking about uh, that to 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 my sister-in-law and, and we were talking about like moving and stuff and and how we you don't you you don't have to take everything with you 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 can leave things behind you can give things away and, and when you do that you just make room you got to make room and give away something that means something to you don't give away your old trash the stuff that you don't want the stuff that you wouldn't even use give away something that got a tag on it that you you know, maybe you bought it. We all been there, right? You bought something because you're like, yeah, I'm going to lose weight to get into this. You ain't lost the weight yet. Just go give it away. You can go buy something else new, right? This is like tithing. That's that success formula. And these are the things that throughout the Hebrew history they gave that when they gave and they gave their best, it came back to them. See, money invested in spiritual things is never lost, but gained a hundredfold because you're, you're like, it, it, it's about God. It's not about you. You give him from your heart, you're helping people, you're serving people. It is never lost. It's another success formula. Tithing is the beginning of the permanent financial increase. That's where it starts at. It's a success formula. How you get success. Tithing can get you out of debt, y'all. When you give and you're not worried about like the bills or you don't ever have to get in debt again and you don't have to live under the old Babylonian system of debt because there's so much in the Bible about being in debt. You can self-fund your business. Tithing can get you out of that. It's a success formula. So where you give also is important, y'all. So don't let the message block your blessing. Don't let the people around you block your blessing. Blessing. You know how even the word says that good, 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 um, bad character could corrupt the, the good person, you know? So you got to make sure that you're in an environment that's constantly feeding you. And when it's feeding you, you're feeding it back because you got flow. You got flow. It's like the fan It's flowing, it's flowing, it's going. It, ha it has to flow. Don't let the message block your blessing from people who talk about what the tide will do for the church versus the people. You might be sitting under somebody because that's where you went. You know, you grew up in that particular church or that particular environment. You're around that person and then you're sitting in there and you begin to roll your eyes and you get that negative energy around you 
all of that blocks your blessing. You got to remember, even if you get online and you're, you're watching something or you go somewhere else or you separate yourself, the act of tithing and giving back that, that, that one tenth of your gross income, a, a tenth of all in Genesis 14 and 20, it all comes back to you. It has to block your flow. Don't let people stop you from getting to where you want to, to go to. You know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to destroy your blessings. Don't let that happen. It is not something that some ministers dreamt of, or they just made it up as a means of getting money out of you. It's not about that. That, that is a poverty mindset. You just go do your job and let God do his job. It's a universal success law that has been practiced since the beginning of time as a scientific and orderly method of prospering people in a permanent basis. So you want to know how to make it permanent. You want to know, you can't outgive God, right? So you want to keep doing this. And as you tithe, so you prosper is the promise. That is the promise. When you look up the great tithing promise in the Bible, because there is a great tithing promise, such as the one given by prophet Malachi in 310, it says you find that a promise that the individual who tithes will be prosper, prosperous. It says that, of course, the church will prosper too, and that's okay, but that is secondary, not the primary cause for tithing. So you got to understand that it's important that you give at the point or points uh, where you are receiving spiritual help and instruction and you're growing and you keep flowing. It's no different than if you're going to, you know, once once you decide to that you need help with growing your business and you want to get in the training and you, you know, I've been in some trainings where the, the, the person who's doing it, they, every other word is a swear word. And, and it just like, it blocks you. You're just like, Oh my God, like must they curse so much. Right. And then it, it, it like, it takes away from what you're thinking. That's the same thing when, when you're, when you're, when you're, tithing and, and you're judging or you're allowing the words that are coming from someone else mess up your mind because your mind is not in the right place. That's why you want to be around. This is mastermind groups. This is why you want to be around people who are equally lo- yoked as you are so that the, yeah, and you never want to be the smartest person in the room. Always be around people who know more than you. So your flow goes, your flow is constantly going up and then you, you, you're constantly growing. You're constantly learning and you're evolving. That's what this is all about. See, protection is also given for the tither. Not only do it flow and it goes through you, you also get protection. It says, bring ye the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and prove me now here within said Jehovah of hosts it will not, it, if it will not open the windows of the heaven and pour you out a blessing that there will be not enough room to receive it like did y'all just hear what it said like not enough room to receive it that that and then you have your prosperity promise it says and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground neither neither shall your vine cast its fruits before the time in the field that's the promise of your protection see you are your promise of your prosperity your promise of your protection and that's in Malachi 3 10 and 11 God is just amazing, y'all. He just put it all in there. We just got to get in his word, know what it is, understand these ancient laws on where to give. The first 10 went to the priest. Understand like not just what 
somebody tells you, but you got to get in this word and read it for yourself. The first 10 went to the priest who then gave a 10th of that to the tither known as the, the, the heave offering to the place of worship. The first uh, the first time in Leviticus 27, 30, 33, and Numbers 18, 20 to 24, 21 to 24, Deuteronomy uh, 1, 14, 22, 27 was given impersonally, and the giver had nothing to say about how it was spent. See, we get so caught up on what man did or what man said that that's not on us. We just got to be obedient and do what we were supposed to do. The second tithe was a festival tithe in Deuteronomy 12, 6, and 7. Third tithe was for charity, um, Numbers 18, 26, Deuteronomy 14, 28, 29. Read that. Go back and read and study because if you're blocking your blessing because you think somebody trying to take from you or they're trying to use your money or they're trying to get all of this stuff, you got to understand you know, what all of this is and, and understand what being under the mosaic law is. It is interesting to note, y'all, that under the people of the Old Testament, when they gave away four-tenths of their income, three tithes plus first fruit of all their crops and many other offerings, yet they're never, they never complained about giving too much. God loves a cheerful giver. Like they gave even more than what was expected of them. Are you doing that? Are you holding on? Are you think that this is your last, you know, if you give that it's going to be taken from you? No, that's not what God's word said. And you got to understand that. Instead, the more they gave, the wealthier they became. The more they gave, the wealthier they became. And that's in it for you, for me, for all of us as well. They suffer financial reverses only when they became self-satisfied, right? And stopped tithing during the later part of Solomon's reign. Then that's when all the financial disasters and exiles and all of that stuff came. Like, you, like it just makes so much sense when you're looking at that. See, when you hold back, it is withheld from you. You'll soon discover that if you do not give voluntarily to the constructive experience of life, that is your job. Like you're here to be a producer. You're not a consumer. You're a producer. You're here to produce. You're here to give. You will find yourself giving involuntarily to the destructional experience of life. Uh, give, but give, you must, you got to give, you got to give it. That's what life is all about. If you hold back, guess what? It's going to be held back from you, even taken from you. And, and that's the law of the universe. That's the law of life. When you hold, think about, think about when Jesus told the story of the, 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 um, the three talents, right? The parable of the three talents. And, and, and the, the, the third one said, oh, master, master, I know you didn't work for what you got. What? <laughs> like, what? What did he just say? He said, I know you didn't work for what you got. So I took what you had and I hid it. And he was like, you worthless. Like he basically said that you are worthless. Like, because you're so worthless, what you had, I'm taking from you. And you ain't gonna have nothing, right? That That is an example of what you had will be taken from you. See, the fact that Melchizedek was not only a king, but a priest of great wealth has prosperous significance that we have to pay attention to. In ancient times, the priests were millionaires because the people, this is important because the people gave their tithes to the priests who then turned around and gave a tenth of that tithe to the place of worship. And wealth was considered a necessity for the priesthood because it 
freed those in spiritual work from financial burdens and strain. See, if you're doing God's work, if you're about his business, he don't want you stressing. He don't want you worrying about money. He don't want you worrying about all of that. He wants you to take the time to be in his word, learning his word, or help, or if you got a business that's 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 helping people, he wants you to take the time to learn about that and not worry about money. This is what the prosperity is about. So you have peace so you can go out and do his work for him and what he needs you to do. See, their wealth freed them. It gave them time to devote their time to their followers. It get, it'll give you time to devote your time to your customers and to development and, and to grow both spiritually and to help other people grow, to help people get better. This is what this is about. It's all about freeing up your mind so that your mind can have more ideas so that you can then turn around and go out and help more people. And then it just keeps growing. It just keeps growing. It's like a snowball effect. And it's like all peace, all excitement. All, like this is heaven. This is heaven on earth, y'all. Machelzadeh's ties from the spoils of the war were worth a fortune to him. See, what you think you're holding on to is costing you instead of making you money. If you just let it go, give to a consciousness of prosperity rather than to a consciousness of lack and need. That means that you're thinking about success. You're thinking about all the things in the lives that you can change instead of what you don't have or what you want, it will change. Also, the people of the ancient times, they felt that if they give to the consciousness of their prosperity rather than to the consciousness of lack and need, it will continue in their own prosperity. It begins to go generation to generation. They knew that nothing succeeds like success. Success leaves clues, right? Nothing succeeds like success. And for whosoever have to him shall be given and he shall have abundance but whosoever have not have not from him shall be taken away even that which he hath Matthew 13 and 12 so it's telling you if you give you're gonna get and if you stingy and you holding on to it and they're gonna take that away from you as well Guys, are you getting this? Let me know in the comments if this is making sense to you. They felt it was necessary for the priests and the spiritual leaders to be lavishly prospered, not only so that they might be freed of material care, but so that they also might, they, they can give it back to them and they can help their prosperity conscious and they can help them grow. They can help them get to the, the better, uh, a, a better level, a better thought. See, so it's not about you. That's that's what you got to get out your head. It ain't about you. This life ain't about you. It's about God and what we can do for him and how we can help him. This is why the Levi priests of the Old Testament were later given none of the promised land. The, that rich legacy went to the other 11 tribes of Israel instead of the Levites. Um, priestly tribe was given the tithes of all the promised land. You read about that in Numbers 18, 21 to 24, y'all. Freedom from material care is still essential to the development of your deeper powers. When you have no cares, no worries, and you're open to receive and you're open to give, it's just going to keep coming to you. Go back to that little girl. I can do all things 
Her father is standing behind her and she has confidence. That's the same confidence that I want you to have. Keeping the law of giving and receiving is still recognized as a great step in your spiritual development, along with the excitement, always giving glory to God, celebrating your success and never feeling guilty about it. You got to celebrate just like you would for your favorite team. You are on team Jesus. Let that be your favorite team reap your blessing and wealth is your spiritual heritage. So guys, I hope that brought you some value tonight. We're talking about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, how they became rich deliberately through using some of these prosperity thinking thoughts that we've been talking about in some of our past episodes and that we're going to continue to talk about. So follow us as we go through the millionaires of this Genesis series and understand these successful philosophies that that you want to know and understand that were of ancient times that you could still live today and how they will change your life. Remember Deuteronomy 8:18 but thou shalt remember the Lord the God for it is that he that giveth the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers in thy days. So join us as we discuss each week uh, the first quarter of 2022, I don't know when you're watching this, it could be 2032 right now, right? But go back and make sure you check them out because we're going to keep diving into this. We want to help you capitalize on this. We want to help you create success and confidence and be passionate about your business, about your product. We want you to be passionate about being able to get on here and to share it with people and so that you can uncover and tap into what God has for you and fall in love with the process and letting God direct your, your steps. So make sure that you join us next week as we talk about the minority millionaire Ishmael himself. So guys, that's just a little taste of what we talk about in our academies, along uh, along with being able to teach you the practical aspects that's valid for today for you to start, grow, or scale your online business. So you can join our membership or our academy. If you want to know more about that, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com and join us. Again, my name is Kathy McReynolds, and I'm so proud of you. It takes courage to, to build a business. It takes courage to step out on faith. And no matter which path you choose, I I promise you, we're going to give and over deliver and be there to help you. We got gifts that we want to give you. We have trainings that we want to help you with. We have we, we, we have knowledge that we want to share with you. So if you got questions, you got to let us know what they are. You can drop them in the comment. I'm going to head over to the other screen in a second so that we can see those. If you're catching this during the replay, you can go ahead and put those in there. Now, some of you who watch this, you get phone calls from me or one of our sales consultant, you can call or text us back at one bible biz shoot us a text on, on that, or you can always uh, message us on Messenger or email us at info at Kathy McReynolds, but make sure you get in either our memberships or our academy. You can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com to learn more about that, guys, and I hope that this brought you value today, and I'm going to go ahead and hop back over here, see if there's any questions or anything in the chat that we, um, I know we're on a small delay, so I see some people 
there. If you got questions and you, you want to ask them, you can go ahead and do those. Or if you're catching this during the replay, you can always do that as well. But make sure, okay, let me go ahead and put this up here. You can download a free report on how to grow a business with biblical principles. Go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. We also want you to go pick up a copy of our Believe and Grow Rich Planner, this four-in-one planner. I promise you, all the stuff that we're talking to you about, about meditating on the word, planning stuff out, this is the stuff that we help you with in our academies and also on um, our membership programs. And you can order this book as well with devotionals that will help you get there. You can get it at Amazon or you can go to believeandgrowrich.org to make that happen. So you can go there and order that now. And you can also pick up a copy of our book, Bible Business Secrets, where we talk about um, how to discover, how to unlock your hidden business secret to success, along with some mission marketing um, techniques that you can use as apropos for today, y'all. So I think that that's, I don't see anything in the chat. Hope that brought you value. Do me a favor, hit that share button. And depending on where you're watching this at, either on LinkedIn, YouTube, or Facebook, make sure you um, subscribe, share, and follow, and let us know how we can help you or what you want to learn more about. But make sure you go back and catch those other episodes. I appreciate you guys. I don't see any questions or anything in here. We're going to go ahead and head out. See y'all. Have a great day. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.